We have talked this whole time. I mean, this is now they're just in the new segment. But we haven't even talked about cards. We had a whole year of cards that were printed. We haven't even talked about cards. What are these things? <laughs> uh, now, you might only have experienced a couple from the year if you're saying you're playing Siege Rhino. I mean, that's like a card like from 10 years ago. So I don't know what in your deck is like from the newer sets. Still slaps, baby. But I wanted to go over just like kind of our favorite cards that were printed in 2022. As a reminder, uh, printed in 2022 sets, we had the Neon Dynasty, kind of kicked the year off, mm-hmm. Kamigawa. Then we had the Streets of New Capenna, mm-hmm. uh, the tricolored set with the with the Demon Lords. Uh, then we had, and this is uh, standard base sets, we had uh, Dominaria United, which yeah. we were the last one we got to talk about. And then finally, we have Brothers War. Yeah. Uh, supplemental sets. There was uh, just super weird ones. There was like Unfinity was printed this year. Mm-hmm. I, I was very uh, upset. I didn't get to play any of that. Were you? Yeah, because you yeah. usually like those sets a lot. I usually, like, I really love those sets. Yeah, I love yeah, going drafting those. and then just being like, this one did not look that great to me, though. Did it look good to you? I, I was gonna have a good time. <laughs> it's, yeah, you played random. I was gonna. It didn't matter. No, the yeah. one thing that rubbed me the wrong way was their stickers. They, they were going to, like, t- you had, like, a sticker sheet, and you had to, like, put stickers on cards. That sounds was like, incredible. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> Can I put... Love on sets. I, right, Eric is, like, the biggest unfan there. Oh, no, series. it's awesome. Are you telling me? I, it, I, I did... <laughs> because I knew I wasn't going to do it, so I didn't want to get excited and, like, look too much into it. But <laughs> if I missed being able to sticker somebody else's card... Against their will. Unless it was like a real, like obviously it wouldn't do that. They're like no. the worst. Okay, the worst part about it, Eric, the stickers is legal in Vintage and Legacy. Really? <laughs> yes. In a competitive Magic format, you can sticker people's physical cards. I they're they they're probably banned. <laughs> No, they're not. The way that they designed this new unset, this was a big thing when they yeah, right. they, they had like these acorn, acorn cards that weren't legal. Yeah. And then they tried to print a bunch of cards that couldn't be legal. And I think that they just like missed on doing that. Like they should have never allowed mechanics to exit that format <laughs> if they weren't like actual magic formats. Yeah. Or uh you know what I'm saying? Like actual magic. Right, like normal, like within yeah, rules. Pro- proliferate. If proliferate was on there, fine. That card could be legal and vintage. But other than that, no, no, no. Like stickers? No. And attractions was the other one. Those are legal. Mm-hmm. Those were confusing as all heck. I did not understand the word of what they were saying. You had to like roll a dice, and yeah, if you got a six, I think you trigger it. But I don't even know when you roll or how or oh, why yeah, you roll. Uh, well, you visit it. Apparently, you visit the attraction. You visit, yeah, but I don't know, I, the I, rules were so unclear to me. I, anyway, uh, that was Infinity. The only thing I wanted from Infinity is I wanted those space shocklands, and then because of the way the set was, each shockland was like a hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> so, I was. 
in like, preparation wow. for this, I was kind of like looking up, like, oh, most popular things. And it was like, holy crap. Yeah. Were... I was like, no, I'm not buying Shockland for $100. I bought, I bought, what was it? 20 Shocklands for $100. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. The secret layer. Yeah. The, secret the layer, uh, <laughs> talk about like, you know, lottery cards. So, you know, remember yeah. that was a big thing where there was, you know, the, um, what, what were they called again? They were masterpieces, masterpieces, the Kaladesh masterpieces. Like, yeah. And then you had the Zendikar, uh, lands, right. the expeditions. expeditions, expeditions, masterpieces, and the Amonkhet ones, which everyone's favorite. invocations, of course, invocation. <laughs> Everyone hated them. I remember. I loved them because you couldn't tell what they were. Yeah, you have no idea what they are. But but you you drew your seven, and then you saw that golden sheen. You're like, got them. And then it's just like, it's <laughs> <laughs> just like thoughtsies. You're like, oh, and then they kind of had them again in the if you bought a Japanese or even just a collector version of Strixhaven, you got them a Japanese card. Those were Girl, incredible. Those were amazing. So, yeah, those were just yeah, gorgeous. Just like special premium cards. Yeah, those were that whole. I loved Strixhaven but, for that. Like that was a great set. The uh, the what I'm trying to say is those were like, man, you might draw a like you know expedition steam vents. And you're like, wow, how much does that cost? Like seventy five dollars. Like holy crap, that could have paid for like my whole box. And then these <laughs> Unfinity lands are way more. <laughs> Oh yeah, they they were they were in the hundreds easily. The lowest one was hundreds, especially if they had the special foiling, then they were exponentially high. Yeah. Which I will say that galaxy foiling treatment was incredibly gorgeous. Yeah, it, and it then whenever that happens, I then think like, why can't every foil? <laughs> yeah, like I know. The... It's like you did it so well with this one type of foiling. Yeah, as long as it's not normal foiling, they generally do a good job. It seems. Yeah, because it's it, yeah the foil is like a layer underneath the picture of the card, and then right. it just shine it reflects light through it. But with the special foiling, it feels like it is a like full or not full. It, it's it's like a mask where it's just right like, an actual do, thicker layered yeah. treatment. Yeah, so I'm assuming they like heat treat the cards to like set the for uh, better quality. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't uh, chip up. Now the way I went about. Picking cards for the year, Eric. I just kind of went set by set for me. But there are some sets that stick out way more in, in my mind, and I'm sure yours too. Uh, namely for me, Kamigawa, I think, was the best set of the year. Yeah, I, I, I talked about, or I, I mentioned this before, I was like, I'm not, I don't have like a bunch of cards I can talk about, but I was just going to fall back on Neon Dynasty was it, one of my favorite I wish ever. Neon Dynasty never ended. I think that set was in... Um, I was so sad when they started spoiling the next set so soon. Because I was like, no, Neon Dynasty is so right. good! Yeah, Neon Dynasty... I, I was so skeptical because this is also when, you know, a bunch of the Universes Beyond stuff was coming out. And people were like, uh, yeah. Magic's not like the nostalgic sense of like high magic fantasy anymore it's doing all this stuff and then they threw this like cyberpunk like like high energy magic cyberpunk thing at you and everyone's like i don't know and it was just insanely good i so loved good. it it was so good except for fable uh, but every <laughs> <laughs> but we did not know it at the time we no. didn't even 
We didn't even mention that card. I, maybe we did. Maybe we mentioned it because we liked it. I think I mentioned it. You know what I mentioned it for? I had that card as the art of the year. Or, or the art of the set. My oh, favorite art. Yeah. yeah, I had that card listed as fa- no, Nothing about the playability of the card. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a, it, yeah. We just, we just, <laughs> that, that's going to be a segment of just like biggest misses of the past year. <laughs> just like things that, we just that one on. for sure. That one for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what are your favorite cards then of Kamigawa? List, give me some hitters for you. Yeah, I I think we kind of malign them in our set review, but I love all the lands, all the channel lands. The channel lands. That's my... I can't believe how incredible those lands are. I mean, they're as incredible as I thought they were going to be when they were printed. I put them in every deck, no matter the color. I always first grab what Kamigawa land is in that color, yeah. put one in. And I, <laughs> they're not as like oppressive as I thought they were going to be. Like I, I mean, not that any of the effects are like insane or anything, yeah, but yeah. I, I just thought it would have been like, you know, like, you know, you groan whenever you see like turn two or one soul ring. I thought it was gonna be like, of course he has a, the freaking like Beseju. Beseju. Plan, that was the scariest just, one. And I think it's just a good card to play with. I, th- I think it's yeah, just a cool like, card. I think it just works really well. I, it's a cool card. I love all those. The cool uh, adjustment on vehicles. Like these were like, we had vehicles that did stuff before. But, yeah, I can't. What vehicles are that good from this? I think they they kind of flatlined for me. I don't think any of them ended there's up. There's the good at all. like bunker. What oh, crap? I should have uh, looked it up. The bunker buster that. Oh, the Reckoner's Bank Buster. Yeah, that card did yeah. get pretty. That was the card that is like the Maze Mind Tome. What yeah, exactly. I think more people should play Maze Mind Tome, so I think it'll be good. And it was. It turns and out the it's good. the new. Um, like creature equipment, the reality chip, and like all of these other things over like you could. Oh, the reality chip. Yeah, that card was cool. Those cards are really cool too. I don't know. It's just like the the equipment creatures felt very uh, thematic, and I really enjoyed my favorite that. of the equipment creatures to me has to be the rabbit battery. Yeah, that was really good. One one haste that gives anything else haste for one mana is so good. I love that card. Yeah, it does it, some cool stuff. It's like whenever you have. Like, obviously, the joke in Magic is everything has Kicker, but this is, like, the permanent version of Kicker, because yeah, it's yeah. just, like, I play this turn one, I attack you for one, attack you for another one, okay, now you have a creature, okay, now I'm just going to fucking equip I just love equipment anyway, so it was definitely a theme that was going to land with me, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think they, they did it well. I, I None of the other ones stick out in my head, though. It's To me, it's like Rabbit Batteries is just the best version. Yeah. I love... Um, the uh, uh, the helm, just the this the the art, the ogre head helm, <laughs> ogre head helm. It's just like a helmet that has like weird legs. <laughs> and then we commented on. I think Jinka Taxis is like holding that helm and yeah, yeah. for some reason. I don't know why. I think the the <laughs> other cards, the other cards that are my favorite from that would be um, Patchwork Automaton, which is just the a one one. That gets 1-1 one, one anytime you cast. And has Ward 2, which ends up being way more relevant than you ever thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, Oni Cult Anvil is like Gosh, I... the new rendition <laughs> of Cat Oven, but it's not nearly as oppressive as Cat Oven. But it's such a cool yeah, yeah. card. And then also the Experimental Synthesis. Like, all these little red, tinky artifacts I fell in love with. I mean, that's like my favorite right, style. Yeah. So the Experimental Synthesizer has been so much fun to play with, too. 
Yeah, and I, I was uh, going from uh, Neon Dynasty to New Capenna was like the biggest disappointment because I I was super psyched. I love three color sets. I am I, the, was, I have like I agree. I have like five, four or five color commander decks, and I love it. I was like three colored set. This is gonna be insane. And they just did this awesome thing with like like space age cyberpunk tech, like. Okay, now it's going to be like the Mob City. I've read a, like a bunch of like awesome fantasy books that are kind of set similar like this. This is going to be awesome. And then like the whole thing felt like a little flat for me. Um, I have to say the most disappointing part of Streets to New Capenna has to be its draft environment. It was the worst limited I think I've ever played. Yeah, it. it everyone was <laughs> like worst. It, it was so boring. Thing. It was horrible. It was the most atrocious gameplay I've had to just drag through. Like I don't know, it felt horrible to play. Yeah, it, it yeah. There, there I, was, I hated the draft environment. You neither you either need to like force. It was I think it was um, green white, and then it could be green white blue or green white red, or you were just you were just dead. Yeah, it was the and shield red. counters and the and there's just the blitzing crap. I don't know. It was just a boring crappy limited format that did not feel good <laughs> i did not enjoy it i hated every draft I, I think i did like three or four drafts and i was like that sucked that and i did well in some of them and i was like that sucked <laughs> that was a bad draft <laughs> uh did you have any standout cards from that set because i do have a couple cards that i like fell in love with from that set hit me with them unlicensed hearse is number one that card fucking slaps, and I called it, and I knew that card was going to be so good, and it is yeah. incredible. That card is yeah. so good. That's in the sideboard of my uh, Explorer deck, for sure. Damn right it is, because it is so good! The card is amazing! I had it as like my number three most powerful, and I was like, no, this is. This is the fucking shit. I it. love this card. This is the card. I called it. Yeah, I, I, that card is amazing. I love Obnixilis from the set. It was so funny, because people like, that was like one of the most overhyped cards ever. Meanwhile, I already played right, Sacrifice. That was, the, that was the casualty three. Yeah, yeah, one, yeah. Right? Yeah. It was so overhyped because there's three mana walker. Those have you traditionally been one of it. Yeah. And you can have two of them, right? When it's, yeah. So everyone thought, oh, it's going to ban him, immediately ban him. And he's good in literally one deck. But it happens to be the deck that I play the most. Rakdos Sacrifice in Pioneer. <laughs> So, yeah, I love Obnixilis. He's so much fun. He's powerful in that deck. Nowhere else. <laughs> uh, those are the two that really stand out to me, I think, the Obnixilis and the Ison's Hearse. I don't know. Oh, I do like um, Extraction Specialist is a really cool card from the set. A three mana, three, two lifelinker that brings back something for two mana or less into play. That's a cool card. Card sucks. No, I'm just comes up, comes up sometimes. <laughs> I've been trying to well, brew with it because it's, it's cool, but yeah, that's the only other. I don't know. Streets of New Capenna is the set where every card that seems cool or good, I'm surprised it's from Streets of New Capenna. I was just like, ah, man, Cut, yeah, coming from that, and then with like Dominaria coming up, and I just love Dominaria before or the uh, when they went back to Dominaria. That was. My favorite draft set. Oh, the, yeah, first Dom, or or just called Dominaria, not first yeah. Dominaria, but right, yeah, uh, now, it was like called for, Yeah, that was the first time they went back to Dominaria in like, yeah. forever. 
that was a really good set too. Yeah, just base Dominaria yeah. was one of the best sets ever. That was a really good one. For limited, yeah, Dominaria United was was great. <laughs> yeah, I like the it. draft format. Finally, was incredible again. I loved drafting. All of a sudden, the archetypes felt great. The drafting felt good. It turns out when Hard you don't choice. have to force a, a specific two color oh combination, you're so good. Bad. Yeah, it, so we got back into good drafting. Uh, notable cards for me was uh, Braids. The Arisen Nightmare, who not only had like the best art of the set, but is a really unique and cool card. You like sacrifice a permanent at the at your end step, and if right. your opponents don't, you draw and they lose life for that just, permanent. Cool card. Yeah, cool card. And then uh Shouldred, but I don't own any because she's a thousand dollars. So I play her on Arena because she's not a thousand dollars. She's you just get one <laughs> yeah, she's one mythic wild card, and mythic wild cards I have the most of because I there's not many mythics, you know. Like you only need the couple mythics in a set, and then you just move on. Right. Can't Let's think see. of any others that blew me out of the water from Dominaria United. The uh, return of Liliana the Veil. I do own a Liliana now because I bought her for under twenty dollars. Right. Like I that said was, on the podcast, was like I was shocked. Dollar. Yeah. Well, usually was more than that too. It was like an eighty dollar card. But not any longer. No. Yeah, I was. I was. Uh. Yeah, I was. I was surprised at how low uh, she got. Because now she's twenty dollars. That's what I was thinking. Yep. But, yeah, and I got it for under twenty. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, give You're me some of that. Any other cards wow you from Dominaria? Because to me, not really. I think that that's that's no, where I stand. Is like the, yeah, the, the, like, the black rares I was impressed with, but nothing else is. Yeah, I'm uh like got me going. I'm obviously Did you even fan. like like the I didn't think the the read ahead mechanic did anything and I'm really surprised about that. Yeah, so I yeah, I liked it because it would just cut out all the nonsense with sagas where you're right. just like, well, you got to have a good first one. They're just like, well, we're just going to make these just pure modular cards now and just be like read ahead. I'm like, okay, I and what I got was every saga now just is going to read ahead from now on. I don't know that. And then there, there might be a card out there now where you're like, you're like Yeah, I don't know. I'm an <laughs> idiot for saying that. There's These are the five cards that don't have that. But, you know, I was. They didn't bring it back in, in Bro, did they? Did they bring it in Brothers War? I don't know. They might. But, yeah, exactly. It was. It, it felt more like a relief than, like, a good mechanic. <laughs> I was just right. like, okay, good. I can actually play the card how I want to play it now. But, yeah, there's, yeah. there's like, no cards otherwise that... Uh, there's a bunch of, like, fun cards, but none of them are, like, oh, my gosh. You know? There's a new I'm squee. Like through all of my, I don't a big think I fan any of the new squee. The new squeeze got me through limited, but uh, besides that, I... Squee tribal commander deck comes in strong. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no. Otherwise, the set's a, a meh from me. It's fine. It's fine. That's it. And then uh, that brings us to Brothers War. Then any uh, any cards to call out for Brothers? How did you like? So this uh, in this set, they did bring back. Um, a slot that's extra for, you know, pre- reprints the artifacts 
they didn't call them anything. You know, like how Strixhaven called it, like the mystical archive. Uh-huh. They didn't call this sheet of like mythic and rare artifacts anything, but they, but they're in the draft format. When you draft it, you have like you can draft Worm Coil Engine, but it's not standard legal. Oh, okay. They, they just didn't put but it's it, but you can find it in draft packs. Like you can be, open a draft booster and open Worm Coil Engine. I'd be so pissed if I was just sitting down for a nice, nice game and just was like, I, obviously, I didn't see any anything like this during my pre-release, but it'd just be like Warp Coil Edge. I'd be like, fuck you. Well, Eric, <laughs> like, I, can't I, had, this. <laughs> I had to play against the other Worm Coil Engine from the set, uh, the, uh, the the Black Prototype one, Flesh Gorger. Right. He, I, I beat him in game two after he dropped it, and then in game three, he just plays it again. I was like, you gotta be shitting me. You played it three for three games. Of course I, I lost two of them. This, like, this, what the, what do you do against a Worm Coil in Limited? The magic gods just were like, you are not supposed to be doing this. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, that it, it was it was really tilting, really tilting. Uh, out of this set, there are some really I like this set uh, the second most past Kamigawa. There's some okay. really really cool cards. Some of my favorites because we didn't actually get to have a proper episode on this. Uh, Lauren of the Third Path is a white reclamation sage with vigilance nice. and can tap nice. to draw you and your opponent a card. It, it is incredible. I, I love that card. It, it is so good. Uh, as much as it destroyed me in limited, I still love the flesh gorger, the, the new worm mm-hmm. coil. I think it's a really cool, the prototype mechanic is awesome. It's just so cool. Yeah. And like in, I feel like in commander, it just, you just get everything that you want out of the prototype mechanic. Pretty much. And well, even it's in, like, in casual in, in yeah. constructed gameplay, it's just really good. Uh, I've been playing with Gix a lot. He's really freaking awesome. He's a three mana three three. You draw whenever any of your creatures hit and lose a life. Drawing cards sucks. It's pretty good, yeah. I've never used his second ability, but I don't think it's blank text, but it's cost seven mana, and then you discard <laughs> X cards. And then you exile the top X cards from an opponent's library, and then you can play them. Yeah, you basically, basically cool. wheel from your opponent's deck. Yeah, it's super weird. I've never done it. The, uh, Misery oh, Shadow this is such be, a good card. I mean, yeah, so, sorry, for the, the Gix thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's wild because it's just like, you can set this up, like, because the the tutors at the top of the, the deck are so popular in Commander. Right. So it's like worldly tutor. Like, okay, I'm gonna end end of turn worldly tutor for my combo card and just go. I mean, you need seven mana. And, but, you need seven but, mana. But you just like and a hand. Right. Yeah. And a card in your hand. Be somebody vamp tutor. Just be like, okay, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna waste my turn. Just to be like, ah, you don't get that. I get that card. <laughs> it is a cool. I I haven't thought about it for commander because I haven't played commander in forever. But mm-hmm. it's a freaking cool card. That would be that'd be a sick play, <laughs> commander for sure. Yeah. Anything else from the set? Uh... Waking the woods. I have cards I hate from the set. I really hate the cityscape leveler. I just don't think that card should be around. It's annoying. Yeah, it. I've had to play against it in a bunch of constructed, and it doesn't feel. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not. It's not fun. Yeah, it, these types of like 
because it's colorless. And I just I don't think they needed to power creep Meteor Golem. I don't think that we needed that. Right, and it, like it does cost eight mana, but still, it's just yeah. But they they went from a thing. from a three three to an eight eight, from no trample to trample, and from having no ability when it died to having it can come back for the same mana cost with haste. Yeah. What? That's <laughs> yeah, fine. Such an egregious over. Like they pushed it. So hard, and I hate the freaking card. I do like that they they. Oh man, Eric, they print some of my favorite stuff. Legions to Ashes. Did you see this? What What did that do? One white black sorcery exile target non-land permanent and opponent controls and all tokens that player controls with the same name as that. Permanent. Oh my gosh, this is it. You know that that's my wet dream. Like that, I'm like yes. <laughs> oh man. If only it said something like, and all tokens that were targeted by it. So you could be like, I'm going to target your treasure. And then even if they sacrifice it, it still works. Yeah, it exiles all treasures. I know. The one disappointment. Oh, well. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Only exile all tokens. Also, they brought back Meld in this. And I think it once again didn't do anything. I think they're going to stop bringing back Meld after this. They just they can't do it. They can't do it right. It's, it's never it's inherently bad mechanic. Yeah, you're, you're, I, they just they, they can't do it right, so they should just stop. Yeah, they should stop. Even though like I love Mel because it's just so sick to like turn Everyone your cards does. over. Everyone thinks it's the coolest fucking. It's thing. a literal <laughs> Voltron. You get to stack your cards on top of each other, and they form a big creature, and then you turn them both sideways to attack. Have you ever seen a awesome. card? Uh, like with meld, like you the back of a card where it's no, like, because it's all they always die. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do you own any card that has milk on the back, because if you turn the card over, it's literally half the card. It's just just like in giant lettering. I, I, just I, ha- I have over, one. Turn over the rad, just like oh, four six. <laughs> I have, I have. Hold on, I'll sh- I'll show you because it's so it's the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen in your life. No, I no, have yeah. The, um, I mean, yeah, I, I I played during the uh, the second second coming of Innistrad. But yeah, it's, okay. it's it's super sweet. Love it. Never works. Never yeah, works. I have that card, the Mightstone and Weakstone. So like the back of the card is literally like the text box for the Urza Planeswalker <laughs> in like giant lettering. Yeah, no, you, ha- you have to literally Voltron your cards, which I'm all about. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, all right, well, that was uh, the cards of the year. And then, of course, there's there's a bunch of stuff we missed. Uh, I will say, we covered everything. One of my favorite secret layer drops that I didn't buy, but it was of cereal boxes. Did you see this one? No, I didn't see this one. Oh my god, Eric! It had Ulamog, the ceaseless hunger, and because it was a cereal box on the front, it said he's devoid of flavor. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, I need that Ulamog. That is the oh coolest card I've gosh. ever seen. That it was a secret layer drop called Just Add Milk, if you look that up. And okay, yeah. I, it has yeah, Galta, Atali, and Ulamog. And the Ulamog crushed me because it said it's devoid of flavor. And devoid I was like, that, yes, I want the cereal that's devoid of flavor. It was the funniest cereal I've ever seen. No, that, that's incredible. This yeah, is why that, I like secret layers. Sometimes these things come up. I love secret layers. Like, yeah, I love secret layers. I 
don't love that their card quality is crap. I, that's that's my biggest gripe. I just sell the cards all you want, but make them good. Are you freaking kidding me? If Especially you're printing these. them direct, yeah, yep. that that's unacceptable. All right, with that, we'll end this whole segment. How about that? How how about that? Party on! Party on!